0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي المجهد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحان الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام من المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله من نريه من آياتنا إنه هو السميع البصير الله العظيم وقال عمر الخطاب رضي الله تعالى عنه سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول لا في الاسلام من له. او كما قال عليه والسلام. <coughs> <coughs> and it is indeed the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us from amongst the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has made us From amongst the followers Of the best Of all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We all know And we all recognize And we all realize That Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa Is the best of all the creation Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That is why we recite the durood as well Very often That Mawlaya yusalli wa sallim daiman abada Allah habibi ka khayyril khalqi kullihi mean Darul Allah send your salutations upon Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم Da iman abada forever and ever Allah Havibi ka khayyril khalqi kullihi mean Upon your beloved the best of all the creations What does this entail when we say that Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم is the best of all creations? If you take the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in its largest concept, then you understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the creation of two types. One that is living and that what we call dead. There's nothing that in reality there is nothing that is dead. Even the rocks that we assume to be dead even those things are living, they say, say the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they make tasbih. It's just that we as human beings cannot hear it. But for our understanding, those things that have life and those things that don't have life. And from the true Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted superiority of, from the, of that which has life over that which does not have life. Then if you take that which has life, that is also divided into two categories. What in Arabic is known as Hayawan Natik and Hayawan Ghir Natik. That animal which can speak referring to human beings and that which cannot speak referring to what we call animals. And from those two Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَقَدْ خَلَقَنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ التَقْوِيمَ That Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has created insan in the best of form. So from these two Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted superiority of insan over the animals. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted superiority of human beings over the non-human beings. Then from the human beings also there are two categories. Those that have Iman and those that do not have Iman. And from those two Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted superiority, of those who have iman over those who do not have iman. In fact, those who do not have iman, they drop one category lower, lower, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, not one category lower, but two categories lower. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أُولَٰئِكَ كَالْأَنْعَامِ بَلْهُمْ أَضَلِّ Not only are they degraded to the category of the, of, of animals, but they are even more than animals. Thereafter, those who have iman as well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted superiority of some over the others. That from those who have iman Who are superior to the those who are let's And then you have the Anbiya ali salatu salam Who are granted superiority, granted favor Over the non-Anbiya alayhimu salatu And then from the Anbiya ali salatu Right at the top of the table Of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You will find That there is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa where Rasulullah ﷺ says Ana khair will be Adam Wala fakhar. That without pride I say this, Rasulullah ﷺ says that I say this without pride, that I am the best of the son of Adam alayhi and the best of all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how fortunate we are that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us from amongst the followers of Rasulullah. ﷺ. And daily we have to remind ourselves, in fact, there are people who regard themselves to be Muslims. Yet they are trying to change the maqam of Rasulullah ﷺ at times. To say that Nabi wasallam was not superior to other Anbiya ﷺ, this is our belief, that Rasulullah wasallam is the most superior of all creation. Imamul al But for Rasulullah wasallam, with this superiority, with this high virtue, Came high difficulty as well. Whatever virtue Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam had, whatever duplication in virtue was there for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, likewise was the difficulty. The difficulty of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was duplicated as well. Hazrat Ayesha Allah الله anha, once she is complaining, wa sah, that my head is paining, She was going through a severe headache. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam tells her, "Bil ana waara sah." that you think you have a headache, a headache, I, I get that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests me with a headache which is equivalent to the headache of so ordinary men. <coughs> In a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لَقَدْ أُذِيتُ فِي اللَّهِ وَمَا يُذَاحَدْ Such difficulty for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that no other human being, no other Nabi goes through that difficulty that I went. The efforts of Rasulullah as well was duplicated to that point. That even the difficulty that Rasulullah went through for the sake of being, for the sake of his efforts, that was duplicated as well. <coughs> so when Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi speaks about one of the most difficult times in his life. That going through a difficulty for the sake of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in the period of Makkah al where Rasulullah sallallahu wa at times was alone giving da'wah towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the support that was Khadija ta'ala anha and support in the form of his uncle Abu Talib. So when Khadija and Abu Talib both passed away within a few months of each <coughs> other. Nabi Sallallahu alayhi wa lost the two pillars of support, two pillars of strength. That was Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha and Abu Talib. So again, the difficulty and hardship that Nabi Sallallahu alayhi wa would go through at that time will not be comparable to the difficulty and hardship that you and I will go through when we lose a a, a loved one or someone close to us, many of us will be able to relate the loss of a loved one. But we will never be able to relate the grief that Rasulullah went through at the time when he lost two close family members who were pillars of support at that time. And at that time the kuffar began to mock Rasulullah and it was at this time that Rasulullah wasallam needed something from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that would be a means of consolation for him. And it was at this time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes Rasulullah physically in body on a journey which was unparalleled, not before it, not after it. Will any journey be able to match up to the journey that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala took Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on? It was during this journey that the Maqam, the status of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was cemented. For anyone who has any doubts with regards to the Maqam of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam firstly is taken on a transportation. Which is exclusively used for the clo- those who are extremely close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and he is taken to the land of all the, most of the other Ahlul alayhi Muhsalatu wa Asalam, in the land of Masjid al Aqsa, Palestine, and in the land of Masjid in the land of the Ahlul Bayt Muhsalatu those who have knowledge of the fiqh rules that if Salah is not there in a Masjid, then is the, 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 the fiqhi term used is al bayt ahaqtul imama, that a person who in the absence of a king or absence of a ruler of, of the ummah, then the person whose house you are in that is the person who is supposed to be performing the salah so going according to the fiqh rules one of the anbiya as who are resident at masjid al-aqsa they should have led the salah but to show that Rasulullah was Imam al anbiya in the home Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks him to perform the salah. Showing the phazilit again of Rasulullah. Thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes Rasulullah or commands Jibril Alain to bring Rasulullah into the heavens. A lengthy incident the details of which cannot be encapsulated in the occasion of Jumu'ah. But nevertheless, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth heavens, thereafter, Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then proceeds to what is known as Sidratul Muntah, the low tree, the furthest point that any creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could go. Again, showing the physical superiority of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, That he was accompanied by jibreel Amin. ameen who in the Qur'an al was known as the power. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to jibreel Amin as the power, a person with extreme power. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with such power, he had six hundred wings. He once told Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa that he had to spread one wing. I will cover the entire ink. in will cover the entire rest. And there's still 598 wings to play with. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to destroy the people of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam, according to one narration, he used not one wing, but he used the tip of one wing to lift them up and bring them down and rain rocks upon them to the point that such damage was caused that nothing can even survive from that time till now, nothing is able to survive there. That area is known as the Dead Sea. What force what he brought them with? That they are now the lowest point below sea level. And nothing can go there, nothing can survive there, no fish can survive in that water. Such power Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him. But when they reach the Sidratul Muntaha showing the physical superiority, the physical fazilat fuz- uh, fuz- uh, of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Like the poet beautifully encapsulates this moment in Urdu. What does he say? Sidratul Muntaha jo jupponche nabi sarat kar ke Jibreel kehne lage. Just to understand the Urdu language, uh, the humility which Jibreel Amin displayed at that point. He lowered his head when they reach the low sea when they reach Sidratul Muntaha. And what does he tell Rasulullah sallallahu <laughs> alayhi wa sallam, isse ahge, jayega. That any person has to go past this point, now they will be burnt to smithereens. Not Jibreel Amin, not any other Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not any other creation, not any jinn. Only Rasulullah sallallahu <laughs> alaihi wasallam had the physical capability of going past this point. Again this shows this uh, the, the fadilat, the closeness of Rasulullah to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. At this point he surpassed many anbiya alayhi wa wasalam in their own speciality. The speciality of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam was he was known as Kalimullah, That he could speak to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala directly. But when Musa alayhi salatu wasalam spoke to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, every time Allah, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam spoke to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam was on the earth, his feet were on the ground. And when he came to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells him, that now you're in the, the sacred valley of Torah, remove your sandals and, uh, and enter. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes into the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell him? Going closer to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and then a conversation takes place directly with little <laughs> conveyance, directly with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Again, Basharat to Rasulullah wa Going through the grief that us will be able to bear. This is a, a journey of ta'ziyat, consolida- of of, of consolation to Rasulullah wa And one consolation to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was when Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked that Ibrahim sallam is known as Khaliilullah, Isa alaihissalam is known as Ruhullah Musa alaihissalam is known as Kalimullah. What do I have? What connection do I have with you, Allah subhanahu wa taala? At this point, Allah subhanahu wa taala tells him. That you will be known as Habibullah, the Beloved of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And again, I mentioned that this is an event of consolation to make Rasulullah Sallallahu happy, to remove, remove such a grief from Rasulullah Sallallahu So naturally, what comes from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to Rasulullah Sallallahu will be something that will bring extreme consolation and ease to the heart of Rasulullah Sallallahu so what gift does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give to Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam at this juncture, at this point? Is the gift of 50 salah. The gift of 50 salah. Again, a lengthy incident where Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam comes down, and he meets Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam. And Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam uh, sp- uh, converses with Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, and explains to Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam that your ummah will not be able to manage 50 salah. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa continuously goes back and forth between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Musa sallallahu wa sallam asking for the number to be reduced until when Musa sallallahu wa sallam tells him that even five, your ummah will not be able to manage. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa replies that I cannot ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for any further reduction as a result of which, alhamdulillah, we are blessed with the farziyat. With the compulsory five times salah every day. But to understand, my dear brothers, this five times salah that was given to Rasulullah ﷺ and that was given to this ummah was not a burden like most of us take it to be. But it was a means of consolation, and by Allah, if we have to read our five times salah with Jamaat, as desired by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and Rasulullah Sallallahu wa sallam, the difficulty and hardship that this salah allowed Rasulullah Sallallahu wa to bear, we will most definitely be able to bear and withstand any difficulty and any hardship that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala puts in front of us that we will have to go through. That difficulty which and and and, and, and hardship that was removed from the chest of Rasulullah Sallallahu wa with this gift of salah. My dear brothers, it is far more difficult than any hardship that we will have to go to. Guaranteed that if you have to read our five times salah with jamaat in the masjid, we will be able to withstand any difficulty and any hardship. Which is why if you look at the life of Rasulullah and look at the life of the sahada تعالى, after that, that when any matter pertent, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would immediately hasten towards salah. When there would be dark clouds forming, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would run towards salah. When there is an eclipse taking place, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there, there is an eclipse for the eclipse of the moon and the Salat Salatul Khusuf, or Khusuf. In fact, even during the battle, وَإِذَا قُمْتَ فِيهِمْ فَأَقَمْتَ لَهُمُ الصَّلَاةَ فَلْتَقُلْ طَاعِفَةٌ مِّنْهُمْ مَعَكَ وَلْيَأْخُ one masla of salah that is found directly from the quran was how to read salah with jamaat when the enemy, when there is an imminent danger of an enemy in front of you. Even at that point, who we were not asked to leave salah, but rather they had to adapt the salah, but still read salah in that condition. This salah was a means of consolation and they understood they wanted to do Salah with jamaat with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They were not worried about the enemy They understood what, what, is, what was it in Salah In Salah with jamaat To the extent of Hazrat Umar ta'ala After being stabbed by the accursed Such wound as one well was affected in Salah Whilst Hazrat Umar radiyaAllahu ta'ala was performing Salah And the, and the wound that was afflicted to him, caused blush to anything that he consumed, would immediately come out from that wound. Azadum radiallahu <inaudible> despite being a person who even shaitan was afraid of, he could not withstand the pain of this, of this wound and he used to lapse into unconsciousness. But when he used to regain consciousness, at times even Sahaba were <inaudible> around <inaudible> him used to understand his concern for salah, they used to get him up from that state of unconsciousness for his salah. And he would continue to say, he would ask for his wudu water, he would ask for his miswaq, and he would make wudu, use the miswaq, and he would perform his salah. And he used to say that he used to hear Rasulullah wasallam saying, la sahma fil Islam لِمَا لَا صَلَاكَ لَا That there is no portion in being for that person who doesn't have his salah. Who is saying this? The person who, with regards to whom the said ba'di umar. If after Nabi sallallahu they had to be a, uh, there would be a Nabi, there would be an Umar Yet despite their tasharaf, in one sitting, Rasulullah mentioned that the Abu Bakr jannah, Umar jannah, Abu Bakr sallam, who is in jannah, and Umar, sallam, who is, in jannah, and umar sallam, who is guaranteed jannah, And one one state they granted by Sarah, then do whatever you want. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has forgiven you. If you had missed salah in that state, there would have been no repercussion in his akhirat. But he understood what was it in salah and what was the legacy that you had to leave behind for the Sunmat. Even Rasulullah, in his last few moments, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha mentions, Um, mentions. One of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she mentions that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his last moments until he could not speak any further, he used to continuously say, As-salāh, As-salāh wa ma' malakata imānukum. ta'ala with regards to your salāh. ummat Allah sallallahu wa ta'ala with regards to your salāh. And umu wa ummat Allah sallallahu wa ta'ala with regards to your subordinates. The dying concern of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was for this ummah to understand the value of salah. The way this command of salah was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was unlike any other command. Yet my dear brothers, Alhamdulillah the masjid is full now for Juma'a salah. But the very next salah where is the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant me firstly the understanding of this gift of salah. It is not a burden, but it is a gift which will help us to overcome any difficulty. That you want the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Definitely we are going through very difficult times. Financially, economically. My dear brothers We seek the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Through sabr. What is the meaning of sabr? Through the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And seek the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Through salah This is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ahlaka bis salat, Washtabir alayha La nas'aluka rizqa Nahnu narzuquk Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Not only gives us the command of salah But commands us to command our family with salah and to remain steadfast on this and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says لا نَسْ رِزْقًا نَعْمُ نَرْزُقُك that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not ask us of sustenance the first thing that will that will uh, de, uh, that, that will take us away from salah that will cause us to digress from salah that will distract us from salah will be the pursuit of sustenance Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not ask us to seek sustenance that is in its place after the Abul of Din and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides we will give you sustenance. So today being the 26th of Rajab, tonight being the 27th of Rajab, which many understand, some of the Fuqaha have stated, is possibly the night of Mi'raj. Programs will take place. But understand, programs are not for, bayans are not for just merely listening to them. That incidences that took place in the time of Rasulullah was not as a means of storytelling, not for us to gain entertainment from the wow what of marvelous journey Rasulullah went for. But for us to understand that what was the the reason for these incidences taking place and what was the lesson behind it. And the lesson of the night of Mi'raj, my dear brothers, is that salah is not a burden but rather it is a consolation. A means of us conversing with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, drawing directly from the treasures of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and the means by which we will be able to overcome any difficulty. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala gives all the taufiq of understanding. Wa